Dímelo gente de Dios, my name is Ian Javier, also known as El Morenito Lindo, the one who got away, your mother's favorite H2O on the basketball court, because my jumper is still wet, don't fuck around, and also, Javier Plant Papi, because I am a plant father, and I take this shit seriously, and I am joined by the beautiful, intelligent, the one and only, Janet Ramirez, also known as Janet Rannett. And you are now listening to the Human Plants Podcast. The podcast where if you're not inspiring, get retiring. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Now, for those of you have been, who have been keeping up with the Human Plants Podcast on social media, you guys would know via our last IG Live that we took a little hiatus in August, and in that hiatus, we were planning some things out. Do you want to talk about some of the things that we may have planned out, Janet? No. Okay. <laughs> One of those things was we weren't really vibing with the COVID update that we were having at the beginning of the first four episodes, so we wanted to think of a new intro segment. And... I feel like... Um, the COVID update was cool while we were in quarantine. And then when we started to come back into the world, it was just kind of like, you know, we here and we just living with it. And it was just it, too much was changing too fast for us, I think, for the COVID updates. Precisely. So Jenna and I put our heads together and we came up with this sort of cool idea. And sort of cool. It's super cool. Yeah, it's super cool, actually. <laughs> Fuck am I saying? Uh, welcome to our newest segment called Can You Dig It? Where we're going to be explaining concepts that pertain to plants and us, human plants, too. Of course, us humans and plants are not the same at all. We're very different. But we do share some similarities. Some are rather obvious and some aren't. So, But just stick with me. I'm, I promise we're going to explain it. Uh, none of what I'm about to say I think should be taken as me being a master or whatever. I am not. I have some experience with plants. Not much. Uh, in fact, I'm going to say <laughs> don't take my word very heavily. Um, hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're going to tell us about plants, but you're telling us not to take your plant advice i'm saying that i want to tell you that you are underestimating yourself a little bit so that's why you gotta have a good support group man what i'm saying though really is i have an i have an informed opinion but i don't have years and years and so, years so you're not an expert but you have information that's yeah. valuable to share right let's leave it at that Beautiful. Now, on this first installment, the concept is watering. Now, I know you guys are thinking like, of course, plants need water. All plants need water. But there are some plants that need water every couple of days, every two weeks. And there are some plants that need their distance and need plants or water, I should say, every four to six weeks. Just leave those alone. Those are called succulents. Um, no matter if you got a plant by accident 
or you purposely are trying to grow your indoor garden, I hope you make it your responsibility to learn how often that plant needs to be watered to grow beautifully. Um, Noticing how often you water yourself are things that I'm hoping you notice as well. Um, Are you catching my connection? (laughs) (laughs) What I think you're saying is that figure out how much water your plants need and figure out how much water you need. Exactly. Notice how often you are watering yourself with things that are going to help you grow. Okay. Become stronger and nourish you the same way you would watch how often your water or your plant is getting water. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's a little different from what I thought. I thought you were saying to figure out how much water your anatomy needs to sustain itself. But you're talking deep deeper about water water as nourishment from the world around us right um in the things that help us grow exactly okay because it's no secret that we need water to survive right but like drink your water mind your business duh exactly but too much of anything can hurt us the same way if you overwater a plant i just had a for example i had a jade plant a jade plant is a succulent. And and killed it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I overwatered it. At the time I was watering it, I knew jade plants don't need a lot of attention. But I went to the bathroom. I did something where I got distracted and she was getting overwatered too much. And then two, three weeks later, she was dead where she's at now. And I have to, you know, repurpose her soil. What was what was what was her name? What did you name her? Rosalinda. Oh, my God. Rest in peace. Rosalinda, Rosalinda. Man, But I'm going to get her another one. I don't care. Um, what do you do with dead plants? Maybe that's something that we can look into. Cause they turn I, into compost. Right. Because I don't just want to... The soil throw. doesn't go bad. Okay. Um, I don't want you to just throw it in the garbage, you know? No, I'm definitely not. It's not like a dead fish you, you flush down the toilet. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, okay, so, well, that's something we can answer in the future. For what sure. Do do I'll make it one plants? of the... You know, one of our concepts, one of our concepts for the following episodes. But okay. I just want you to make sure that, you know, those are things that you are taking into account. You you know, you're watching how you nourish yourself, how you give your how you water yourself and really ask yourself, are you giving yourself things that are going to help you grow, uh, that are going to help you grow and flourish and be the most beautiful, most complete version of yourself. So for the sake of people taking away things with them, some examples that I would say is like, think about like, for example, if playing basketball is what nourishes you, go play basketball safely. As long as you don't got no COVID symptoms, go play basketball. Right. If you feel that being around your friends who have been safe from COVID nourishes you, then go and be around those friends. Right. And at the same time, notice and have that awareness for things that you feel aren't nourishing you and aren't making you whole. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's really more important because it's not more important, but it's equally as important as to what you're saying, Janet. Okay. Yeah. Equally as important. And... Don't overwater yourself. Right. 
Don't so over. that thing that you love doing, try not to do. You know, all everything in moderation. Time. Right. Okay. This is all an analogy. And we just honestly hope you can dig it. Uh, today, I'm really excited to talk about this because um, this topic, because I feel like it pertains to everybody right now. It has been on the mind for a, of a lot of people. Um, yeah, it's um, one that I'm I'm not sure how much I'm looking forward to talking about it. Oh, man. I think just because I need so much help with this. Um, and basically what we're going to be talking about today is motivation. Yeah. Um, Just unpacking that word and what it means, really. So I've been feeling very, I'm not sure if I've been feeling motivation lately. It's just been like. Not feeling very motivated? You just go. It's just like been, you just go kind of thing Mm. for me. Um, but you know. You got to look at, we got to look at why that is. There are spurts of motivation that I feel. Um, and there's been different conversations that I've had about motivation to yeah. kind of try to spark that. I've been seeking some information on motivation um, to figure out, is it a feeling? Is it a mindset? Mm. Is it a choice? Is it something that just like awakens inside of you? That's what I always think. I think motivation is a thing that awakens inside of you. But, you know, maybe I think the information that I found says different. For me, it's always just been something that I know you have to do daily. I don't know if it's a feeling or like a mindset, um, but it's just been something that i've had to like just always remind myself on a daily basis yo you got to be motivated what am i motivated towards i got to i'm motivated to bust your ass and and ball or like get an a something like that so okay okay so i mean we've had different thoughts and different conversations that have sparked up like what is your motivating factor i think all of this started with the navy seal my boy David, my not my boy, I don't know him. Uh, David Goggins. <laughs> yes, David Goggins. Yeah. He had this um, little speech, motivational speech. Yeah. And it kind of just to give you the gist of it, it it kind of went into his life, his past, his dad, and the trauma that he endured, and how that set him back a lot and then what got him up that one day that he was just like my life is, my life is not gonna be like this anymore yeah and he just was always seeking to be uncomfortable he was like i want to do the thing that's most uncomfortable most difficult like most challenging because that's what's gonna get me to the next step And for me, I was just like, damn, like, do you have to be that uncomfortable or do you have to chase that discomfort to be motivated or Mm. um, something that he stood out to me that he said, though, one thing that I did relate to and I kind of took away was that he said, um, he said, there's a voice in your head that when you're uncomfortable, it tries to protect you. Your so little it, governor. Yes, your little governor. So it tells you like, 
stop no like we don't need to keep doing this like it, it's not good it's not good for you like you're 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 uncomfortable and so it kind of tries to talk you out right because it's it's trying to protect you it's your survival instinct so tells you to retreat back to the safe space yeah it's like no let's go back here um but you have to fight past that voice and say and tell that voice shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> basically and i have such a hard time i think quieting that voice that voice is my best friend mm. and i just love it <laughs> no i'm just kidding so that's what i've been struggling with that motivation right that, that little voice that governor that's that's one david goggins and that mentality that you know has allowed him to propel into through the armed forces and be an author and mm -hmm. be like a huge motivational speaker now mm -hmm. is one type of mindset but there's so many different other types of motivational mindsets like i remember i listen i listen to a lot of meek mill so like meek is he's like for a long time like he was the most mainstream artist that is kind of like the voice of the streets like he talks to the guys that are like the young guys in the trenches getting to it, trying to get the bag, like mm -hmm. trying to get out of poverty, trying to get out of the inner city, trying to get out of crime. Um, and that is a huge motivating factor for a lot of us young men. It was, it was for him like, yo, got to get out. We got to take care of mom. We got to take care of our little sisters. Like right. we got to get it however, by any means necessary. So I know his music, his message and his music was a huge motivate is a huge motivating factor for me still. Uh, but even that is that's one type of motivational mindset, motiv yeah. motivating. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the word for it. it's one type of motivation. And so I think later on we can come back to these uh, examples that we've come up with. Yeah. And based off the information that we have shared, we can kind of see what would we call Meek Mill's form of motivation. Well, okay. we call David Goggins' form of motivation. Yeah. So maybe we can come back to those. Yeah, let's um, do it. And with all that being said, we really wanted to sit down and get a clear-cut definition of what the word motivation even meant. Uh, so we did a little Google search and uh, indeed came up or defines motivation as follows. Motivation is the internal and external factors that contribute to a person's desire to stay committed or interested in a position, goal, or subject. Evan Tarver goes on to define it as motivation identifies the specific why behind someone's thoughts and actions and is typically explained by either internal or external rewards or incentives. So Evan Tarver is an author, screenwriter, and small business owner focused on learning, testing, and implementing and teaching tactics for living an optimal life. Um, overall, the content he creates is meant to shift the way people think and encourage them to act. So um, when I was doing the research to find... We. Now you're doing most of it. <laughs> when I was looking for articles to discuss with ian for this podcast episode is that better yeah okay 
um evan tarver kept coming up with like these different um articles about motivation one about 11 types of motivation and another one about the differences and um i did try to find another article um from to get another perspective i particularly wanted to find one by an author who was black or latina and or a latino um male or female yeah but they were tough but it was tough. Um, the Google search don't really take us that far. So if you know of any articles, um, any of these perspectives, please feel free to share them with us because we are super interested. Um, and Google can only take us so far. So help us out. Now, in the research that I did, uh, we did. <laughs> uh, we found that motivation breaks down into these two basic big umbrella categories intrinsic and extrinsic and then from there there are more specific subcategories they break off into um and yeah so i tried to find um articles that didn't speak to one or the other being better um and i think evan tarver did a pretty good job at that um but i don't know you guys decide which is there's obviously the facts, which one is a little better. Um, but both I know have I their, think which one is better shit. But both they have their negatives and their positive side. Like for sure. There's good and the bad and there's bad and the good. Yin and yang. Yeah. Yin and Let's tell the people what intrinsically motivated is. <laughs> okay. So um and being intrinsically motivated means you're motivated by internal factors. So you think of intrinsic, internal, about the same. Um, so intrinsic motivation represents all the things that motivates you based on your internal rewards like self-improvement or helping a friend in need. So basically things that just come from within, from your inner conscious, your inner being, right? Right. So um, you might be motivated to succeed because you want to positively, positively affect the lives of people around you. So that wanting to affect the peop- the lives around you is from inside of you. That's your own want. It's no one telling you, you want to do this. It's you telling you, you want to do this. I remember when I heard, first heard intrinsically and extrinsically motivated, I think I was like in like my late, like, like, like last two years of high school. And I kind of remember hearing like, Oh, intrinsically motivated is something that you find from within. That's something that comes from within you. And I was just like, yep, I want I want to be that one. Um, because I didn't want to, at the time, I was just like, I can't be influenced by other people. I don't want to be influenced by yeah external. Yeah, so you might, so Indeed says that you might use intrinsic motivation when you feel inspired to complete a task because it aligns with your personal core values. So mm. that sounds like, what you would want. You, Ian, yeah. would want to... I think that's why I leaned, leaned more towards it. Absolutely. But there is a negative side to intrinsic motivation. Um, while everything we mentioned seems super positive, it can also have negative drivers. Like, you can motivate yourself to learn new things because otherwise you'll feel unfulfilled. Um, but the while the outcome of your pa- of your actions is positive, like, you want to learn new things and that's positive 
The specific type of motivation is focused on stopping a negative outcome rather than creating a positive one. So mm. what matters here is not um, the not really the outcomes of your actions, but the outcome, the you wanting to create a positive or a negative outcome or mm. stopping a negative outcome. Does that make sense? Do you understand that? I I kind of understand what you're saying. I don't see how it's a negative, honestly, okay. because if okay. I'm trying to prevent a negative outcome, I don't okay. see how that's like bad. Let me let me switch it then. So okay. it would be like, um, you want to learn new things, or else you'll be unfulfilled. That okay. that makes it a negative outcome. You want to stop feeling unfulfilled, so you do this thing, mm. and. The opposite of that is you want to learn new things because you want to feel fulfilled. Hmm. You know, so it's a very subtle difference. I think when we get into extrinsic motivation and mm -hmm. the different types of that, you'll see how that becomes more. Uh, that makes more sense. Perfect segue. Let's get into extrin extrinsic. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Extrinsically motivated people are defined, I guess, by being motivated by external factors. You know, these types of motivations are more common, supposedly, than intrinsic motivations or motivators and include achieving things due to tangible things like incentives or fear or expectations, uh, all which fall under the category of external factors. No, 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 wait. Because those things depend on internal factors. I think that's a little different than falling under than mm. external factors. Like you have fear, expectation, and a tangible incentive. Those are all things that are caused by external factors or mm. they depend on it. Like I would not be, I would not have this fear have it not been for something outside of me. I see. Like, like society telling me I need to learn new things or else I'll feel unfulfilled. That's a mm. fear and that's why it becomes extrinsic or negative. I see. Don't listen to the definition I gave, y'all. Listen no. to Janice. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you said was right. It was a good definition. For me, it would always come down to like just being influenced by the external, like being hearing the opinions of others. It just, hearing yeah. uh yeah, hearing the opinions of other outside point of views, outside, oh, I think you should be doing this. That's oh, and you feeling like okay because this person, this teacher, whoever, this TV show is telling me that I have to do this, I should do it now. And it, then it becomes an internal battle within yourself, like oh, I have to do this now. When it was just really stemmed from something outside of you, right? So I think what the root of motivation is is you want to focus on the why again you want to go back to why mm. why do you want to do this you want to do this because you're afraid of something or you want to do this because you genuinely care about this cause um so you always want to come back to the why and that's going to tell you what motivating factors you have or what category and, you fall under and that why can be particularly helpful when a person needs to like complete a task and or complete a task that maybe they find a little like unpleasant or difficult. yeah you definitely always want to 
try to remind yourself of that why whenever you are unsure about if you want to do something. Mm. So like we were saying, there's positive and negatives to everything. And so that's one of the positive of being extrinsically motivated. Mm. If you're motivated by an outside factor that can help you do some like difficult tasks or like annoying things, like if you're procrastinating. Give an example. Yeah. So, like, if you're procrastinating, you can tell yourself, all right, I'm I'm going to get this project done that I've been... Let's say... Let's bring it back to school. Let's say you had all semester to complete this paper. And you know at the end of the semester, there's a big party that go happens outdoors because it's spring semester, whatever it is. And the barbecues, all of that. Um, or let's bring it to adult life because we're not in college anymore. <laughs> I forget we're so far removed. Not okay. Me. So let's say you got this big project, this due date that you planned on leaving early on a Friday from work. Let's say you was trying to clock out, close the computer at three o'clock, mm -hmm. but you have this big deadline before the end of the week and you're trying to get it done. So if you schedule plans with two girlfriends or with your friends um, for six o'clock, then you could tell yourself or for five o'clock, you you will be ex extrinsically motivated by those plans so that you ensure you make the deadline mm. by three o'clock. So, so that, you could get up out of there, go change your clothes and go meet up with the gals or the guys. So the fact that you have that plan is the kind of like the fire behind you completing exactly. that project. That's the incentive. Okay. Yes, that's the incentive. I see. I mean, you know, I, I still don't get it. But like I mean I of course I get it, but like I don't see how you know it's better maybe. You know it's what I mean? Not, like, it's not about being better or the other. It's about figuring out which one you can relate to and which one fits in better with you. Um and using that to in in your favor. If you're not like for me, if I'm not motivated by I, like working out oh my god this is such a big one because <laughs> the motivation to work out is so difficult it's so difficult so let's say i'm not motivated by having a fat ass by having abs what could because i don't care about that those are extrinsic factors that are motivating me seeing other people have those things that's an extrinsic factor an intrinsic factor would be um, thinking about your my health, that's an intrinsic factor. Um, maintaining health, achieving optimal health. An extrinsic motivation would be I am working out because of my health, but because of the fear of, gain, of having an illness. That's an extrinsic factor. Mm. As opposed to I want to work out because I want to improve my health. I want to live as long as I can. That's an intrinsic motivation. I see. Right? Yeah, I get it now. Okay. So, I mean, once it gets broken down into little little subluts, then maybe it will make even more sense. Okay. Okay. So, as you can see, motivation is very, I would say, multi-layered. And life as humans are so complex. And so, like we said, there's many types of intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. So, um, some types of internal motivation, also known as intrinsic. I was about to say, like, internal and intrinsic. I mean, I guess they're synonyms. They mean the same thing. Whatever. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if they're synonyms. Um, okay. So the first one we'll talk about is competence and learning motivation. So Evan Tarver says that competence motivation, also known as learning motivation, states that people are motivated more by the process itself rather than by the reward at the end. So the reason is that <laughs> the reason is that people who are motivated by competence motivation are literally motivated by the act of learning or getting better as they move towards the completion of a goal or task instead of the destination itself oh my god i think all athletes anybody who is a kinesthetic learner resonates with that because right. the entire every time you wake up every time you go to a workout every time you dribble a ball every time you get after it on a daily basis you're racing towards be, being that end goal yeah and i remember like wait 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 because you just messed it up i would say that that is an extrinsic motivation because you're not motivated if you're motivated if you're a competence motivation if you have that competence motivation I'm talking about a learning motivation it's the same competence and learning motivation mm-hmm. they're intertwined i know and the, he says the reason why people who feel are motivated by competence motivation are literally motivated by the act of learning and getting better instead of the destination itself so you said you're always thinking about that end goal you're not always thinking about that end goal right as you're talking about just learning. getting better get how can i get better today is right. what i meant to say okay. and that's why i think athletes can really resonate with this there okay. are some athletes that are just like oh i want to re- i want to i, I want can't the wait till i'm the best I want the but chip. But it's for me it's just the daily grind. And before you made that um point, I was gonna mention that in Kobe's retirement ceremony where mm-hmm. they retired both his jersey numbers, that's what he said. He was just like when I look back at my journey, yeah, I remember that the it wasn't that my five championships that mattered to me. It was kinda like the day to day grind. Yeah. The waking up and being, all right, how can I maximize this day? Yeah. And getting better. Yeah. I he was people. like, <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kobe. Let's take a moment. Ian, stop it. Let's take a moment. All right, all right, all right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. um, That's absolutely Kobe's mindset. Mm-hmm. Mindset. Kobe had this competence and learning motivation, and that's what kept him going. Sure. I would say that Kobe also had other types of motivation. That's but the type of thing, too, right? Like, you could have multiple, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I knew that. I that's why know, I asked. I don't know if you could ever have too much motivation. But, like, different types, right? So, you could yeah. be, like, uh, learning and competence motivation and one of the other ones that we're about to talk about they could probably like um it could be like on a spectrum sometimes you feel more this sometimes Mm -hmm. you feel more that that's a good way to put it um okay so yeah that's a perfect example being in love like kobe had said it's not the journey it's the dream it's the dream to the journey is the dream that's what he said (laughs) something like that not word for word don't quote me 
All right, so the next one is <laughs> attitude motivation. Um, it's the desire to change the way you or other people think and feel. Hmm. So people who are motivated by attitudes engage in actions and interactions with the expressed intent of making themselves and the people around them feel better in a positive and uplifting way. Wow. So That was really nice. I would think that uh, probably nurses are some people who um, are attitude motivated. Volunteers are attitude motivated. Possibly. First responders. Um, therapists. Therapists. Are attitude motivated. Activists are there. Attitude motivated. At pastors. Yeah, yeah. Um, changing the way other people think and feel. Regular people. Um, anybody. Control freaks who want everything done their way. Okay, no. Because that's when it turns out to be negative. No. That's how you can make that intrinsic motivation become a negative. Mm. So it's mostly positive, but intrinsic motivations can be negative. Like uh, if you want to change this person's attitude, you got to think about the why. Why do you want to? Why do you have that desire to change the way you or other people think and feel? Is it because you have this fear of being around people who don't think and feel like you? Hmm. That's okay. you know. So the next one is achievement motivation. And people are driven by the desire to pursue and achieve specific goals. People who are driven by this type of motivation desire the achievement of a task or goal itself. Mm. And not necessarily because the award that's attached. Oh. So This one's very similar to the first one, a learning, I think. Similar, but the difference here is that you're not doing you're not driven by learning something from the task. You just want to do it. Because you want it to get done. Oh. Not because you get anything from it. Not because you want it. the reward. No. Just because you want to do it. You just want it to get done. I would say this is like... I would relate to this when I am achievement motivated. When I have to clean something. Like that I don't want to do. Not my room. Because that's different. But like <laughs> if I need to clean the bathroom. Or if the bathroom mm. is dirty. I am achievement motivated by it just getting done. Like, so like just basically doing what you got to do yes. because it's got to get done. Yeah. Picking up the dog's doo-doo yeah. because it got to get done. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it got to get done. But, but it got the doo-doo got to get picked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, you value the process of getting better more than the end result itself. So you get better at picking up the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is creative motivation. Um, and these people are motivated by creativity or the innate drive for creative expression. The desire to express yourself is your motivation. I think that one's kind of self-explanatory. I think so, too. Yeah, and I think that if you're creative, which we all are, we just have to find our modes of creativity to express ourselves. Yep. Um, I think we all have that. At points in our lives. For sure. I think in times it could be difficult than others. But there are people who are constantly motivated by this creative motivation. Yeah. And there are some people that it just, you know, comes and goes. I think like every every one of these other motivations is about the same. Um, Yeah. So then the last one that we have is physiological motivation. This one's kind of not in your control that much. Mm. Um, you're driven by some internal force beyond their explanation. So, for example, 
um, Evan Tarver says that this is sometimes the case when you pursue someone out of love. You mm. don't really know why you want to go and holla at that person, but you just know. Like, it's an innate drive. So it's kind of out of your control. Something um, you can't explain. It's internal and it's outside of your control. So that's that's the main way that you would describe that one. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, to further explain, it says your actions are motivated by deep physiological feelings that are primal and cannot be ignored, regardless how hard we try. Hmm. Um, this is also like, so I took a psychology class recently, um, this, I think like January, remember? Yeah. Yeah. That was like yesterday. It feels like yesterday, but it wasn't. But Yeah. Um, and then uh, we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and it talks about like your basic needs such as food, shelter, self-fulfillment. These types of things would be considered your physiological motivations. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, the internal the internal motivations are really interesting. Yeah? Yeah. Why you say that? Just because they're really interesting to f- figure out which, what's your spectrum, what's your blend. Um, that's why I think they're really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So now I'm going to explain some of the external motivations that exist. And the first one is incentive motivation. And how that looks like is people who are motivated more by the reward than by the achievement of the goal itself. You know, being those people who are driven into action or driven to take action because of an expected and you know often specific award reward excuse me uh this can be a good thing when it's intertwined with an internal motivation so when an external factor or an external uh reward intertwines with you wanting to learn or get better at uh you know yeah that task yeah so um that sounds to me like the competence and learning yeah honestly it could be any one of them like if you get a reward but you also get um to change the way people think and feel then that's how they can be used together they can work to- together and you can have that external motivation and internal motivation for sure and and from what we gathered that is really really good yeah i mean it depends the way i could see that going bad is if like okay let's say i'm volunteering to clean up a park Mm -hmm. and at the end of the cleaning up the park um i get a hundred dollars um, and that was your reason for wanting to clean up the I park mean, and not I, just like get the park clean? I really wanted to volunteer. So that would be the, and I really wanted to clean up the community. So that would be the attitude or achievement motivation. That would be achievement motivation. And then the incentive is that I get $100. So, okay, that doesn't really go that well, that bad. But I'm thinking like it would go negative if if it was an important person like a politician mm. like who shows up because okay i want this community to be clean but also i'm going to get lots of pictures mm. something like that that's right. how i could see it going bad but the second one is fear motivation and i think that one is not self-explanatory but it's 
the type of motivation that uses consequences, you know, to drive people into action. So, you know, somebody who uh, is a negative motivator, uh, you know, motivated, you know, by the avoidance of like uh, pain or, or consequences, uh, you know, Evan Tarver mentions, you know, think he think of fear motivation as positive stressors or positive constraints to help you outsmart your future self, overcome bad habits and live the life you want, but might be too afraid to go after. Mm. Um, what do you think of that? I know a lot of people who are fear motivated. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing either. Uh, I have my opinions about fear. Um, but I think fear <clears throat> when it's harnessed, um, for good, mm. uh, can yeah. be such, if not the most strongest so, yeah, so motivating factor. I was actually, I asked a few people that I spent time with, um, what motivates them. Mm-hmm. And actually one of the, um, I asked two teenager girls, um, who are in high school, and um they said one of them said they're they're motivated by being home not like uh being homeless so that's what makes them like want to do the things that it's they gotta a, it's do it's out of a fear of being they, homeless they don't want to be homeless so that's yeah. their, that's a fear motivation for, example. for sure the other one said that they're motivated by uh making people smile or making people happy so mm. that's the attitude motivation right i think that that was pretty cool these two, two teenage girls and they didn't even know that hmm. they were. the next one is power motivation uh and that's the desire to affect the direction of our lives and the lives of those around us so remember how i said them control freaks <laughs> that's uh that's y'all this y'all power motivation uh while it might be bad to control others trying to place control over your own life can be a good thing so it's not terrible to be a control freak when you out here trying it's... to control others and dictate their decisions yes okay but it can be super for beneficial good for you if you're doing it for yourself exactly uh so power motivation power motivation then motivates you to be intentional in your thoughts and actions so you manifest the or or, you know create the type of life that you envision that you want for yourself Uh, and the last external motivation is affiliation and social motivation so people who fall under i guess this motivating factor is or are people who are motivated by social factors like, you know, belonging to a group or being accepted, uh, which we all kind of relate to. We all want to belong to a group. We all want to belong to a, a niche of people uh, because we're social creatures. I've said that a million times because I've heard it a million times. Um yeah, I think there's going to be people that are like, I do not care to be accepted. I don't care to be a part of any groups. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what people think. I don't need the approval of other people. And that's, that's not true. Yeah, we it's all want to belong to we all group. You don't want to You don't want to belong or be accepted by the groups that you've been exposed to. But there's a group out there that you want to belong to. You just haven't found it yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
you know, while it may seem like it is something that is internally motivated. It's right. Th- yeah. Because that feeling of acceptance can, it comes from within right? that. So that's why it can seem internally motivating, but it's definitely coming from the ex outside the external, uh, because think about how good it feels to want to be accepted by a group and then being accepted by that group. So how good it feels to hear someone say, you're my best friend or hear someone say, damn, bro, good looking out or you my day one. That feels really good. Right. And you can only get that from someone else telling you that you can't you can't get this type you can get acceptance from yourself like okay sorry no you can get acceptance from yourself because you could yeah because i could be like i'm on day one yeah dead ass am but this type of motivation is us wanting to hear that from others right which is what makes it an external motivator yeah okay so the reason we brought up this conversation is because it has been quite difficult throughout all of the changes that have happened, all of the civil unrest, all the injustices, seeing um, black lives being taken at any given moment has kind of felt a, made us feel unmotivated, um, kind of stuck for a little while. So we wanted to go back and think about what... I don't know, a whole bunch of other things, like fucking the fucking political climate, everything. Like We could we could be here for, fucking for four days talking about this. Nobody having work, 40 million people, 50 million people being... It's a lot. What else? Fucking no basketball for a long time. What else? <sighs> a lot Shit, of things. A, a lot. Like, uh, this presidential election, I said again, but like, uh, COVID, it, it, it's been... A lot. A lot of crises going on at the same time. Okay. So, because that has all been very difficult for us, we want to go back and think about what does motivate us? What are we motivated by? How can we look at those things that do motivate us to get us out of this feeling unmotivated, down, um, what to do next kind of mindset and kind of go back to the why. And that's why we brought up this conversation. So, I mean, how do you stay motivated in these trying times? And what have you learned motivates you? And what are you going to use going forward? Because there's going to be more hard times. COVID is not over with. Police brutality is still going to happen. More black lives are still going to be taken from us. We have an election in November. We don't know who's going to win. And whoever wins, it's probably not going to be a great time. And um, so how are you going to stay motivated now? I'm going to stay motivated by uh, continuing to just want better. Uh, my younger sisters really motivate me a lot. Seeing younger people, um, you know, wanting a better world for not only myself, but more importantly for them, I don't want to, when they're my age and they're able to discern, I don't want them to look at us, our this generation and the generation shortly older than us, to be like, damn, what the fuck were they thinking? Because I feel like I found myself thinking that about the generation before mine and the generation before theirs. Like, damn, what? how were they really just coexisting with these problems 
just going on and not doing anything about it or and kind of just almost sweeping them under the rug. Um, so I'm really motivated by those things. Uh, just wanting to get better and grow, honestly. So which one of these that we listed today that we expanded on mm -hmm. are you going to use going forward? Which uh, type of motivation uh, do you resonate with? I resonate with a few. I resonated with I resonate with, you know, the creative motivation. Uh I want to use my creative superpowers for good. Um but I'm also I'm very much motivated by fear. Um mm. my fear of you know, failure, my fear of going back to a really really hard time uh in life. I wanna. I would say those two are the two that really. I think with me. one that you're missing is that you are motivated. You have attitude motivation. Mm. You want to change the way people think and feel. You want to make sure that your sisters growing up are going to think and feel in a positive and uplifting way about that's true past generations. So that's, that's that sounds exactly like what you just described. So that's true. You have um, a lot of thinking and I think you're a little better at discerning thinking and these feeling people's things motivating factors and figuring putting a spotlight on how they're directly related to you uh, you're a little better at it than me thank you I try I had to sit with this a lot because I have a hard time with motivation um I really don't know I have motivation in spurts and I've feel it more than I adapt it as a mindset. So I had to sit with this a lot more. Mm. Um, I've heard a lot of different people speak about motivation. Um, a lot of people that I follow have spoken about motivation. A lot of people in fitness have spoken about motivation. Um, one of my friends, Angela, told me about this fitness girl she follows, Body by Day. And she talked about how motivation is non-existent. And I like that because I was like, well, I never have motivation. So, like, <laughs> what do I do? So I had to really delve into this, uh, this these like this research mm -hmm. and figure out if that's true for me. Um, because if I don't have motivation or if you don't have motivation, you got to make it up for yourself. You have right. to create it. So uh, how are you able? How, so how are you with all of that that you just said? How are you going to be able to stay motivated? Uh, are you going to be able to, are you going to have to create it? Or are you going to have to? I think that I, for, for, so based off of what we talked about, what I'm motivated by, I would say the one that fits me is attitude motivation and achievement motivation. Um, oh, and competence. And learning. that's all of the intrinsic ones. Okay, never mind. Let me go back. So I think <laughs> the competence and learning motivation is what uh, motivates me and also the uh, probably the attitude motivation. Um, and sometimes, like I said, I'm not motivated at all and I will have to create it. And I actually found some really cool advice for those times when you don't feel motivated mm. and when motivation doesn't exist for you. Um, but right now in these very, very difficult, uncertain times where we have no idea what's next that is what motivates me, not knowing what's next and that 
and that in the future it could get better hmm. um so um, i like that that's deep you all deep as shit <laughs> i think i don't know if that's incentive because the incentive is like a better future mm-hmm. um or if that's uh like competence and learning um but you know it's got to get worse before it gets better. So that's what motivates me. It's darkest before dawn. It's darkest before dawn. You talking about me being all deep? That's good. <laughs> that was a nice one. You no, know, I have my mementos. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, is motivation even real? Um, and when you're not feeling it, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? So um, I found this article. Um, from the Learning Center at UNC, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I don't know much about this college. I don't know much about this school. I don't know if they're racist. I mean... I don't know I don't know what the culture is over there. It's North Carolina, so... But they had some good tips, so forgive us. It's a, it has, like, a really good basketball program. Shout out to the Tar Heels. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Michael Jordan went there. Okay, okay. A lot oh, of basketball yeah. legends went there. Okay. It's a great basketball school. Okay. So. Their colors are baby blue and white. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about the school culture besides the basketball program, obviously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope they're all for black lives. Um, I think they definitely are for black lives. Though. Okay, cool. So we like this school and yeah, we, we like, like their school. advice. Yeah. Cool. So um, some of the things that they say... Um, when you're not feeling it, what do you do? Is you want to reflect on what makes you happy. Yeah, you want to continue to sit and reflect on what fulfills you as well. And what you're passionate about. What you're truly, truly passionate about. No matter how outlandish or out of this world or crazy it may be. Uh I think the second one was trying to align what what you do with things that make you happy and fulfill you. Uh, again, that kind of sounds exactly like what I just said, but really aligning what your day-to-day habits are like with what you want to do. This reminds me of your sunshine to go of one of our past episodes. And I am not going to f- sit here and figure out which episode it is, because mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you don't know what episode it is, you can go onto our Instagram and go find one of our posts. And then you, you will find the quote that that talks about this. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you also want to give yourself rewards for accomplishing difficult tasks and identify strategies that can help keep you accountable. Mm. So um, that's kind of like incentive motivation. You want to give yourself a reward, an accomplishment, or it could also be fear motivation. Give yourself something to help you stay accountable. Like, if I don't do this, I can't buy new sneakers for a month. Like, oh, damn. I don't know. That's incentive motivation. Yeah, that's definitely incentive motivation. motivation. And that's kind of like a bad reason. You can go a month without buying sneakers. Uh, I think the next one is something... Or is one that I really, really like because it's something, it's one that I really struggle with. And it's just, it goes, think about what support you need in order to achieve your goals and then get the support you need. Uh, Asking for help is super important uh, because for a long time, I 
I continue to think that I'm the only, only the support that I need. I'm all that I, I'm all that I need. Uh, and there's some power in that, but there's also like a, I'm doing myself a disservice. There's some self-sabotage in that as well, because there are plenty of able and ample hands that want to lend some support in my endeavors. Oh, Ian, you are a walking contradiction, aren't you? We all are. Because, um, okay, so you're saying you have a difficult time asking for support, but you completely understand the fact that we're social creatures. So. Wow. Yeah. We can be social creatures and not want to socialize and not want to ask for help, I think. But if you understand that we're social creatures, then you know that you cannot, you're not all that you need. You need other humans because you're a social creature. You need That's other right. people to get you to the next step yeah there's an african proverb that goes like if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together Ooh, i like that one yeah that's one that one's tough to live by so for me at least so okay so um with that being said accept that you aren't perfect that sometimes you might be a walking contradiction <laughs> and sometimes you don't know when to ask for help and sometimes you don't know how to keep yourself accountable um but and sometimes you have fears so combat your fear of failure tell yourself that your self-worth doesn't depend on your ability to perform include your image of success to include personal and social success and growth i like that last one that last one was crazy because i think it applies to us men a lot to, you know, don't intertwine your ability to perform, like, with your self-worth. Right. Nigga, just because you may not be able to perform like you used to or maybe you're not performing at all to your standards or to the standards of the world doesn't mean that you are less than, doesn't mean that you're not worthy, so. Right. Right. I like that one a lot. Right. Maybe... Maybe, fellas, you should write that on a little post-it, put it up by the mirror before you leave in the Who day. Who has post-its anymore? People write shit on their phone. I know you're not talking about about paper writing. I love writing on paper, but I'm I'm an old soul, sister. All right. And other people got post-its. They work at offices or they work in the school. Whatever barbecue. Okay. Um, talk to yourself out loud about your dreams and goals and speak encouraging positive words to manifest yourself. destiny compliment yourself and tell yourself you can do it and these sound to me like my favorite things affirmations again i have a very long post-it note that i got from this book you are a badass as i was reading through she gave a ton of affirmations and i took them down in my notes and i will share them with you if you would like me to so just dm us at human plants pod on ig <laughs> i will share them with you because you need to talk kindly to yourself you need to speak positive words to yourself um, you need to talk out loud your dreams and goals because that is the law of attraction. Facts. Right. Okay. Um, let's let's just roll with these. List out what is preventing you from doing what you need to do. Then find ways to tackle those and be specific. So figure out what's your barrier, what's stopping you, and if you need support, be specific, go get it. 
And um, avoid complaining and commiserating at times when you plan to make progress towards your goal. Okay, so that's just telling me don't complain. Don't procrastinate. If you come short, don't complain. Figure it out. Be accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Be responsible. And again, speak to yourself nicely. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's what I'm going to start doing um, when I don't feel as motivated. So I do hope that you are also able to take some of these pieces of information that we um, were so happy to share today um, and use them in your own life. Um, And we still got a lot of darkness to go before dawn, but um, we got to push too and we got to stay motivated that's a fact, man. I think it's important for us not to ignore the importance of these things. Of It was a lot of information. It was a lot of, like, brainy information that we shared. But, you know, really sit with how you tick. What motivates you? Um, and always come back to your why. Always, always, always come back to your why. When you don't have that motivation, Come figure out what which one of these most gets you going which in that moment most gets you going and that's and figure out your why for those things fact for those types of motivation fact ah yeah so now we have reached the part of the podcast which i think is personally my favorite where we plug small businesses and brands that we want to just give some exposure to we want to make sure that we are checking ourselves and supporting the communities and people that we want to see grow and my plug walk for today is my guy my he is responsible for creating the visual vibes um he's a videographer out of harlem my boy steve uh his instagram is steve s-t-e-v-e muels m-u-e-l-z uh my boy is super talented super creative and uh you know if you need a video anything video related he is the person to holla at um the reason why i just hooped with him a few like two three weeks ago um and it was really nice to just get up with him and connect with him reconnect with him because i hadn't seen him since for a minute um but shout out to steve what's yours janet my plug walk i'm going to plug in bobo cooks um on instagram it's bobo b-o-b-o underscore cooks and bobo creates these vegan cuisine recipes they are inspired by dominican food spanish food um and it's great because they are all of our dominican spanish dishes turned vegan which is pretty cool so he has a recipe book that has those and then he also does these three and five day juice cleanses and um ian and i recently did one along with my sister it was cool um, and it was really cool. We did a three-day juice cleanse. Some of the benefits of a juice cleanse are like the fruits and vegetables are high in vitamins and minerals. And they're also rich 
in anti-inflammatory compounds that may boost the immune system and they also might help a person feel more energetic they can improve digestion by introducing healthy enzymes that make the gut work more efficiently and so these are some perceived um, uh, benefits of juice cleanses um, you know science doesn't really do, do the research that much to kind of give us the facts the hard data-driven numbers on these things but um we know it's, it's we know what we know so it's it's worth a try see how you feel i um I like that we know what we know <laughs> so yeah see see how you feel about it try it out don't eat anything solid for three days it's great because it comes with like a breakfast lunch dinner two snacks a tea and um and you get it for the certain amount of days so it comes it's it's really good um and you should try it for yourself and see how motivated you stay throughout those days where you're not eating solid foods check bobo the fuck out man he's dope he also is gonna do virtual cooking classes soon so that's something to check out and be on the lookout for and now we have reached the part of the podcast where we leave you with some sunshine to go. <laughs> I like saying it like that because it's like sunshine to go. <laughs> so this is a quote, a mantra, a short story or something that's really just been on our mind. Like a song that just stays stuck in your head. And we want to share it with you. And hopefully it can also get stuck in your head for in, in a good way. And um, you can use it in your day-to-day journey of being better human plants. What's your sunshine to go, Ian? My sunshine to go is I saw a video of a crocodile <laughs> in some water. And that motherfucker was big as shit. But he was, you know, crocodiles typically like swim at the surface. He was jumping out the water. Mm. And uh, that takes a lot of their energy. Right. You know? Which is wild. Like he was jumping out the water like the fucking dolphins do oh on some wild shit he was like it was he was like um, the the crocodile was racing i kid you not with like a speedboat okay the reason why i bring this video up is because my sunshine to go is a little bit about crocodiles and the quote goes as follows don't think there are no crocodiles in the water because the water is calm um Crocodiles are not known to be jumping out of the water and be very conspicuous. They lay below in the surface and you barely notice them as you look at the surface. The surface of the water could be very calm. But they're there. They're lingering. Um, I don't feel like this sunshine to go. This quote needs a lot of explaining. If you get it, you know why. Um, this is that quote kind of reminds me a little bit about the election that we have coming up. I mean, if we get Biden and the waters are don't calm, think there are no crocodiles in the water just because the water's calm. So exactly. the water won't be calm just because Joe Biden gets in the office. Exactly. So I really like that. My sunshine to go is a quote from um, a different world. The show. I put on to that shit. Yeah, you did. <laughs> rolls eyes 
Um, no, yeah, it was a really good show. I'm really glad you did put me onto it. It came out when I was still really little, so I didn't watch it. It wasn't my like one of my teenage or like childhood shows growing up. But I did really like watching it. I don't think that if I would have watched it at another point of my in my life, I would have received it the same way. But I'm so glad that I watched it. I actually binge watched it and I finished the whole thing. And the quote goes, youth is not immortality. More than anything, youth is the power to make choices. Mm. And I don't need to explain that as well, I think. But I am going to anyways. Um, what I think that says is is if you're young um if you consider yourself young i think up until you're maybe like 60 i would still say you're young yeah um and i think saying that it's not immortality is mainly for like maybe high school aged kids that seem or feel or college aged kids that feel that um they're immortal or that nothing can really touch them. Um, it depends on who you are. Because if you're a black person. And you don't have that feeling. If you're a Hispanic person. Actually I don't know what type of views feel immortal. I guess. I you know. <laughs> Anyways. I like the second part the most. <laughs> it's like more than anything. It's the power to make choices. And I think I really want to use that part of the quote to encourage all of our youth, anybody who's 18 and above, to use that power to make choices, to go and vote. Go make your choice. Make your choice on all of the things that we have going on in the world as well. And you have power because you have choices. And there's going to come a time where you're going to feel like your choices are very limited. And that's just part of adulting and getting older. But right now, there's a lot of choices you have so yeah so that was our sunshine to go yep we want to thank you so much for staying with us yeah it was a bit of a long one today but you always say that it's 10 is 110 they'll be all right <laughs> it's not long it's not long joe button podcast is four hours not really but Anyways. Listen, man, point is, thanks for staying with us. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. Thanks. We hope you learned something. We hope uh, we made it enjoyable for you guys uh, and ladies. You guys and ladies. <laughs> um, be blessed, y'all. Thank you. Stay positive. Bye.